Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When it comes to our national economy, remember just before COVID, the number one employer group in this country was small business. Small business employed more than 8 million Canadians. Number one employer group. Now they're in very serious distress. And uh, the Canadian Federation of Independent Business writes, they urge governments to exercise caution and avoid sparking panic as they consider further rounds of business restrictions in the face of the new Omicron variant. I'll just read from the CFIB release. Small businesses are at a breaking point. Only 36% report they are back to normal sales and short-term confidence remains low. Of those not making normal sales, 22% say they can survive for fewer than six months at their current level of revenue loss. Restrictions should be a last resort, science-based, and only considered if accompanied with an immediate new round of emergency business supports from both provincial and federal governments. CFIB urges governments to do everything they can to keep small businesses open in the critical weeks ahead. Small firms have paid a deep price for COVID restrictions and cannot bear another round of lockdowns or capacity restrictions. That's from Dan Kelly, the president of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Now, Mr. Kelly was scheduled to be on the program now. He cannot join us, but in his place, we're glad to have him, is Ryan Mallow. Uh, Mr. Mallow is the senior director for the province of Ontario for the CFIB. How are you, Ryan? Good afternoon. I'm doing well, thank you. Good to have you with us. Uh, and back, yeah, back with us as well is Adam Mintz. He's a small business owner, Invictus Game Station in Toronto. How are you, Adam? I'm good, thanks, Roy. Yeah, good to have you back. And uh, joining us for the first time is Shara Vignon. She's the owner of SVPT Fitness and Athletics in Edmonton. They were voted the number one private gym studio in Edmonton in 2017. Shara, hi. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, good to have you with us. Ryan, let me start uh, for you, with you because let's talk, look at the picture nationally. This is what our program does. We, we speak across this country. Uh, what is, based on the news release I just read, how serious on the ground is the issue on this 18th day of December 2021 for small business? I think it's pretty significant across the board. I think right now in eight of 10 provinces, we've seen renewed restrictions come in in the last week alone. Uh, and these aren't coming, you know, this isn't the first month of the pandemic. It is the 22nd month. Uh, business owners have gone through a lot in a lot of provinces. It's been multiple lockdowns. It's yo-yoing back and forth between restrictions. And to see limits, you know, 50% capacities on things like gyms, restaurants, retail in some provinces, on the 18th of December at a crucial time for a lot of businesses uh, is going to be devastating. And unfortunately, in almost every province and certainly federally, the support just isn't there. Um, and we're going to need a very quick change on that. Unfortunately, uh, if we don't, I think we'll be looking at a lot of closures come early 2022. So then the question becomes, how do you balance the need for proper care for health proper attention to COVID and its variants. How do you balance that with the need to keep an entire business sector operational? And when we talk about small business, we're not just talking about these individual businesses. They're also part of the supply chain. How do you balance the two? Absolutely. And I think that's a, a question that we've been posing to governments at all levels throughout the pandemic. I mean, we, we understand and appreciate the need to protect public health. Certainly, I think small business owners across the country have done more than their fair share 
uh, when it comes to having to, to step up to protect public health. Um, but at the same time, we're not seeing things like when restrictions are announced, immediate and substantial support coming with that. That's something that really needs to be there day one if the government is closing them down. Um, in addition to that, too, I, I think something that's not well understood in the conversations that you know I'm having with friends and family, nothing is locked down right now. It feels like a lockdown, but it's a 50% capacity restriction. A lot of those businesses are still open. And I think a lot of government communications are sending the message behind the capacity restriction that you really shouldn't go out. And that is really devastating news if you are a restaurateur looking to capitalize on the end of year holiday rush, if you are a gym owner that is banking on the uh, New Year's resolution crowd coming in or a retailer looking for last minute shopping. So I think the keys to balance are uh, better government communications in terms of what is happening and what is going on and also immediate and substantial support. Yeah, I uh, I was shocked. I, I called a restaurant uh, people I know. And I was going to make uh, reservations for New Year's Eve, and I was a little late to make the reservation. So I said to the owner, um, am I too late to make reservations for New Year's Eve? And he said, uh, I don't think we're going to be open. And I said, you, why? Because it, we hadn't been talking about restrictions at that point. This was a couple of weeks ago. And he said, uh, one of the issues that he faces, and it's only one issue that he faces, is he can't find the staff to work. But that's only one issue that he faces. And I thought if restaurants are having trouble opening on New Year's Eve, which would have to be one of the generally more profitable nights of the year, then the situation is extremely dire. Uh, let me just uh, ask uh, our, our friend Adam Mintz, who um, is uh, InvictusGamesStation.com. Uh, it's uh, InvictusGamesStation.com in Toronto. Adam, remind us, please, of the challenge you faced, how quickly I remember that it was almost overnight that it hit you, and where are you now? How, how do you stand now? Uh, up until yesterday when these restrictions were announced, uh, it took me six months, but in the next two weeks, I was planning for the first time since I reopened July 15th, or was it July 16th, that I was actually gonna have a month where I was gonna break even. That took six months, Roy. Wow. And, and remind us how quickly things changed for you when you, had, when you ended up closing. When I closed, well, there were a few times where I closed, but when I closed, everything went away. My venue is not a place, I, I can't pivot to online sales. My venue uh, requires, much like a, uh, a, a gym, people to come there and use the facility. Um, all revenue is gone the moment this happens. And with this new round of restrictions, I can tell you, Roy, that starting tomorrow, my revenue will go from Let's start from 100% of the revenue I have. It's going to die down to 75% of what it is. I'll be at 25% revenue immediately. And your business, people come into your, into your location to play advanced video games, correct? That's it. That's one of the many things. They come in and they play on our PCs. Uh, they play video games and they come in and they play board games. And Roy, one of the interesting parts is it's not just that we're going to be at half capacity. The government has now said that for a business like mine, a recreational facility, we can't serve food or drink. And guess what, Roy? That's half of my revenue. So when they, when they restrict me by 50%, they're saying, okay, you, you got to have half the people there. So there's 50% of my revenue gone. And now you can't serve food or drink for people who are sitting playing PC games. And since that's half of my revenue, now I'm down to 25% revenue. And I owe multiple thousands of dollars in rent 
in two weeks during the two busiest weeks of the year for me. Yeah, just looking at the CFIB statement again, uh, of the businesses that are back to normal sales, uh, short-term confidence remains low. So you would have been in that situation, normal sales, until, well, until Friday, uh, yesterday. Of those not making normal sales, 22% say they cannot survive or they can survive for fewer than six months at their current level of revenue loss. How long can you survive, Adam? Uh, it, that will all depend on how much more debt I'm willing to go into. That's how long I'll be able to survive. It all depends if, if the government's going to say that these restrictions are going to be in place indefinitely, which if you watch the press conference, at the end of it, they just left the room and didn't say when this will end. So they just said, we're putting these restrictions in place. So I couldn't tell you, Roy, it's going to be all dependent on how willing I am to go further in debt that I already am and how quickly these restrictions go away because consumer confidence, one of the things the government doesn't seem to understand about businesses like mine or restaurant or bar or gym is that it's not a light switch. When you turn it off, turning it on is like turning on a giant power generator, power generator. It takes lots and lots of time for consumer confidence to come back. So any equity I would have built up from a consumer confidence point of view over the last six months, Roy, immediately goes away. And then, and then it takes months and months for people to feel safe in a place like mine, regardless of all of the, um, the, everything I put into place to make people feel safe. So it isn't a light switch. It's something I wish the government understood about what exactly they're doing to businesses like mine. Shara, thank you very much for joining us. What's life like for you? What is your what is your prognosis for your business? And how concerned are you about potential restrictions moving forward with Omicron? Oh, goodness. Um, I don't know how many times a day I sigh, but uh, it's a lot. Um, I don't know what our prognosis is going forward. It's been a hard 21 months. We've done everything the government's asked us. We follow the rules. I'm proud to say we have not ever had one case of COVID in our in, in our facility. Um, I'm I'm proud of that because we follow the rules. We do everything that's possible, um, and we don't know what's going to happen going forward. It's just a constant state of living in uncertainty, and it's so exhausting because we just don't know where consumer spending is going to be. We don't know what is going to happen in the coming weeks, whether we're going to be, um, you know, right now we're not, there's no restrictions on us right now. However, we still have to follow uh, some public health guidelines of three meters of distancing in the facility, uh, which also is almost like a capacity limit. Uh, but we've always been a private gym to start off with. So it's never really affected us because we've always been about privacy, but at the same time, it's still limiting the amount of people that can be in there. Um, so we just don't know. It's just sitting and waiting to see what happens. And that, and that's tough. It's tough to plan budgets and spending and, and raises and all the other things that come with a small business when you don't know if the money's going to be there. So what would you say, uh, Shara, what would you say to politicians? What would you say to Premier Kenny and his cabinet? What would you say to Mr. Trudeau and his government? What, what's, what's the message from your small business to them? They will be making decisions about about your business, about your life? If, if they have to make restrictions to, to protect the public, um, they need to make sure that the businesses that are being affected with these restrictions are, are helped immediately, not six months down the road, not waiting for programs to come into play, not waiting and, and wondering if you're going to qualify, and all the red tape that comes with it. Help us now. 
um, you know, there's, I have a lot of, um, peers and friends that are small business owners because I support them in the community and they're still waiting for government support. And, and that's like six, seven months since these programs started. So if these restrictions have to happen, support us now, not, not months later because we need it now. Because even if we're operating right now, we're, we're not getting ahead. We're digging ourselves out from the last 21 months. That yeah. and we're not getting ahead. So, so putting restrictions on and cutting our business back is is going to drown us, and and for sure close more businesses. Ryan Mallow, what? Uh, and you've been listening to Adam. You know Adam, and you've been listening to Miss uh, Vijan in in Edmonton. What are you receiving signals from provincial governments, from federal governments, that they actually understand the uh, the challenges that are being faced? by small business? Because when I was talking to uh, Dan Kelly over the last 20 months, time and again I heard from Mr. Kelly that governments made promises, but they didn't deliver. They just didn't deliver. And and small businesses were struggling and suffering and going out of business because of that. So what, what are you hearing from governments and how encouraged or maybe less than encouraged are you? So I think understanding the realities of running a small business is something that is often lost on governments. It's, you know, provincial governments, municipal governments, the federal government, there's even the ones that have personal experience doing it, um, especially uh, in the last 20 months, certainly don't have experience doing it during a global pandemic and navigating the myriad restrictions and rules and ever-changing funding formula and that sort of thing. And I, and I think that there's a, a, sympathy from government. I think they understand what is at stake with Main Street, but at the same time, I don't think they understand how urgent the need is for help. Um, I think there are, you know, some signs to be encouraged. I know Nova Scotia uh, got a, uh, an aid program out pretty quickly. Uh, I know in Ontario, the premier uh, and finance minister promised to look at something and to try to get it out quickly. But I mean, hearing these guys say, you know, we don't have a crystal ball, we can't tell. I can tell you that a lot of our members in September were saying, you know, we are really worried about doing this again. Where is the plan? And even if it was something that wasn't going to happen, there absolutely should have been a plan and the contingency to have immediately available funding should have been in there. Uh, That it wasn't and isn't in so many uh, provinces is deeply concerning uh, and I think reflective of the lack of understanding of the realities on the ground. Yeah, I'm just looking at the information again from British Columbia. Monday indoor gatherings are restricted, proof of vaccination with BC vaccine card for all um, events, organized events, restaurants will operate at full capacity without restrictions on alcohol service or hours of operation. But large venues with a thousand uh, seats or more, capacity will be set at 50%. Uh, we have uh, just a few seconds. Adam, do you still have the same level of passion that you had when you started your business? Yeah, even more so. I mean, I got through what I thought was the worst of it. And I basically thought, hey, if I can get through all of this, there's nothing I can't do with my business. I've never been more passionate about it, which is why yesterday was such a gut punch. And I basically had to give myself a pep talk today to say, you know, okay, you're going to figure this one out too. But it doesn't come without its, you know, uh, its worries. Right. Cheryl, what about you? Maintain the passion? Yeah, more so because this pandemic has been about health and I'm in the health industry. And if anything that, you know, 
this what this pandemic has done is put health at the forefront okay. and how important mental and physical health is. And yes, it's lit the fire a little bit more, but I'm not going to lie. I'm freaking exhausted. Okay. And um, But I still get up and fight for another day. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.